Welcome. We are the Heavy Boys, and this is our newest episode, number 19. Sat here on a beautiful Wednesday night. It's currently the 12th of May. My name is Bailey, and I am looking at the as ever gangster Brody. How you been, man? I'm fucking tired, eh? Yeah, you got that. I on that totally forgot what it's like to work. <laughs> yeah, so fill the homies in. i for so long. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's been good. Started a chef apprenticeship. Apprenticeship as a chef, I suppose. Um, fish and chip shop, but dude makes everything himself. Beef burgers, chicken burgers, fills the fish himself. Even chucks oysters and shit from time to time. It's pretty cool. So, gonna earn my keep on the grind. Yeah. Start cooking some fucking okay food, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he makes it pretty good. What I might, what I make, is probably not so good or as good as his. But <laughs> all right. Learn how to cut up lemons. That was cool. Didn't yeah, the proper way. It's fucked. Yeah. Um, once I forget how easy it was, the whole box has gone in like 45 minutes. And I mean like a fucking a whole box, like a kilo, kilo and a half yeah, box. Like a proper fucking box. Lemons. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I was so happy with myself. Um <clears throat> don't get lemon juice in your eye either, if you can avoid it. Um, but I also don't recommend uh Wearing wearing uh, safety glasses because it's unnecessary. <laughs> um, You're gonna get the full welder shield out. Oh, bro! Almost. <laughs> I I would um, I would happily not go through that pain again. It was fucked. It was like a good squirt too. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. I did not like it. My poor little eyeball. Don't hurt my eyes. <clears throat> Fuck your lemon. <laughs> yeah, it's not pleasant. Any of those citrusy things in your eyes, it's not nice. No, but you know what? At least an orange is still good when you know you put it in your mouth. A lemon, mm. I don't know about that. Exactly right. Lime, still yeah, don't know about rather that. Rather a lime. But I would lemon. much rather a lime yeah. than a lemon. Oh, fuck yeah. 100%. Um, I still wouldn't want either of them in my eye, any of mm-hmm. them. Um, what about tomato? Tomatoes are fall under a fruit. They're, mm-hmm. they're pretty... Not very pretty citrusy, though. No, but still got a lot of acids in it. A high acidity yeah. content. Reckon, reckon that would hurt your eyeball. Well, I'm not prepared to go and try so a tomato to the eye. Maybe we find a volunteer. Maybe. <coughs> Maybe I might. Nice. Yeah, so hopefully I'll Tune come in, in next and week see you soon. It. You can make me up some nice food. <laughs> yeah, it, mate. Is it, um, that one, the one that's like right next to Drift Bar? No. No, no um, Ways were the other day. Ah, oh, uh, in there, right? At Park last wins. week. Yeah, I was just vibing in the car. All right, mm. Yeah, down in there. Yeah, Lana scared the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, she said she, she didn't know like, what you were doing, so she didn't want to like, intrude. 
<laughs> well, she fucking did. <laughs> That's so this is my job interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she scared the shit. She scared the right absolute laugh. shit out of me. Like, dude, like, so I'm, I'm just having a chat with with um the boss and he, you know, with coffee. It was a nice chat. And then I hear Brody. And I'm like, I'm kind of like, what the fuck? Where did that come <laughs> from? Emmett doesn't like speak like that at all. Like, that's weird. <laughs> looking around and then like there's this girl like kind of like like squinting at me like <laughs> is it <laughs> like um it's like some dramatic like cut oh scene God. just both squinting like it feels yeah. like an anime you have like little lines going everywhere eyes burning <laughs> is that the person that i think it is oh, <laughs> oh nani Oh. Um. Yeah, and then she she's like, "Oh my god, Bailey's in the car." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, cool." And then he, then like we just kept talking, 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 and then I saw you driving away, and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was like trying to look out the window just, and see you, but there was like, like two people could that couldn't drive on either side of me. I'm like, I just need to focus so I don't get hit here. Not so I hit them, but like they, they don't hit me. Uh, yeah, well, I kept waving because I was kept trying to like see if I could see you, and like, every time I could just keep seeing Lana. I'm like, fucking move! <laughs> Why is Bali? Just there, like, waving, waving, fucking Lana the whole time. Like, bye, <laughs> bye, Lana. <laughs> you have invisible man drive the car for no, you. No, but she's <laughs> she scared the absolute shit out of me. It was funny. That's so funny. <laughs> He ended up having a pretty good laugh about it too. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, no, come in. We'll, I'll uh, cook you up a nice, nice little beef burger. Yeah, you. For your tum tums. Yeah, I got very full tum tums. What about you, mate? How, how about how about you? Have you been? I've been pretty what good. What you been doing? Um, a lot of apex, really. Had the new season drop up. Uh, How's the new season gone? I haven't tried that out yet. Like the map has barely changed. There's like one new area and there's like a big plant thing coming from it. And that's meant to kind of take over and change the map a bit, but not a lot different map wise. Um, I really like Lifeline's ability being able to deploy the two revive bots. I think that's sick. And Bangalore smoke is very, very thick. That's pretty much. Oh, and the new the new operator is sick, Valkyrie. So once I'm, I'm nearly at enough legend points again to the point where I can buy her, so I'll definitely do that. She's, she's pretty cracked. I'm pretty sure I um had enough legend tokens or whatever the frick they were when I yeah. stopped playing last. So I have to get in and. Try and find some games. Yeah, sick. I don't know, man. It's it's pretty hard to like squad fill on the switch. Oh, I imagine, I get paired yeah. with Apex Predators, and somehow <laughs> they just they just don't know how to do anything. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, well, we always need a third. So sometimes. I kind of gave up on that. Yeah, now I'm bloody working, mate. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not bloody working he's bloody sleeping and he's not bloody sleeping he's listening to these absolute rages getting ready for the podcast it's it's a never-ending cycle oh mate it's a bloody fucking headache but i tell you what's got a bloody <laughs> fucking headache this 
fucking getting around these couple of releases, mate. Mm. Holy shit. Let me tell you. Like, <laughs> wow. I think it was last week when we were talking about like the Monasteries EP, and I was like, oh, like we haven't really had any good death call for a while. And then this fucking week came. <laughs> yeah. Three big boy death call releases this week. Some fucking a very big one. One that we kind of like, oh, pardon me, oh, Peggy. Mm-hmm. Um, exploding out of both ends at the moment. Fucking Christ. <laughs> um, we were kind of, um, I, I reckon we're pretty hyped for this album in since this, since they kind of formed and mm. started dropping singles. Yeah. And, um, you know, Darko have finally dropped their full, full, length. full length album. Yeah, we got the, the uh, first EP full. last year. Yep. And, like, yep. I think we were pretty split on it. Like, I know, remember I said the drums are the biggest downfall for me. They just sound super overproduced and computerized. And, like, we can kind of got the vibe they were going for, but it just wasn't really fleshed out the way it could have been. I thought a lot of filler tracks. And, um, yeah, they've kind of really come into this one and upped the game. So I think this we just jump straight into the Darko album now, do we? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> oath. So Darko US, they've had to change their name to, have released their debut album, self-titled Darko. Uh, for fans of Amua, Dealer, Void Division, that sort of thing, maybe Void Division were a bit more deathcore. They are the experimental child of Tom Barber from Chelsea Green and Josh Miller of Amua. First full-length record. We spoke about the EP last year. It is in an earlier episode if you wanted to go check that as well. And they've taken that Immua-style, super bouncy death core. They've thrown a lot of electronic elements over it. A few couple of little demons and ghouls in there. And, um, you know, Barber's signature vocals and all their glory on for show, really. Yeah, pretty much. He's um, front and center. Mm-hmm. And they um, make it very apparent. His his vocals are very prominent, not only in the mix, but he's got such a distinct yeah. roar about him. You know, you mm-hmm. kind of anytime I hear him, I just there's, there's a shiver down the spine. It's like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so just like yeah, has another, a really raspy barber. ring to it. But just so full yeah, and oh, it is massive. Dude's got and, some um, big boy pipes. Oh fuck yeah! And I don't think he he can really put a foot wrong. I'm um, I want to know how you feel about the um, clean vocals because I know we were kind of talking about Donna. when Donna came out, yeah. Yeah, you know, how we were kind of like, okay, if they were going to experiment a bit more, how do you feel now that the full album's out and you've heard it? Yeah, I, like, I still like it. Are you it. happy that they did? No, yeah. Are you happy that they did experiment with the one track or are you happy that, or you're not so happy you wish they, they experimented a little bit more? I mean, another track could have been cool. Um, maybe that second last track, the... Into the sun, is it? Um, if this is forever. 
this is forever. Yeah. I feel like maybe they could have done something on the top of that. It being an instrumental, like almost piano ballad, really. I feel like that would have been the perfect place for it. Yeah, um, you know, I still, John is sick. I love his clean vocals. So, you know, keep it here. I don't really want to see that go into Chelsea Grin stuff. No, I don't think it will, but at least no. now I think I, I think hopefully with um this recording wrapped up, released, you know, Tom can go into Chelsea Grin and start doing some shit there. But um give us your rundown on the mm-hmm. album. Yeah, so they really upped the electronic elements on this record. Um for like that sort of doom soundtrack sort of vibe. Uh, the drums sound much better this time around, a lot more raw, super punchy as well. Um, the album features a flurry of technical songwriting with barbaric brutality. The first two tracks are new songs and came out of the gates with the intent to harm. There's They got the harsh staccato guitars, super low tuning, drums that are just so kicky and just kind of match the guitars in that way that just punch you straight in the face. Those two tracks are sick. I thoroughly enjoy them. That's uh, Splinter Cell and Fiend Dream. Yeah. Uh, just the way the guitars and the drums match each other. And then you have Barber over the top as well. It would make such for such a live show. Up. Yeah. And then you kind of go straight into Donna, which I kind of feel like could have been placed maybe a bit later in the album. Because I feel like you, you get off the roll of these two first tracks, super heavy, super fast. Um, Splinter Cell being nearly four minutes and then Fiend Dream three and a half. Maybe you could have moved Pretenders up and Praise the Sun and then put Donna in at number five. I feel like that might have been a bit better to kind of split that album up. Um, I still love Donna. Mm. I think it's a sick track though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty happy they chucked it where they did. I reckon mm. um, it's pretty, I reckon that's, that could be debatable. Yeah, I, I reckon only because the rest of the album's so sick. I reckon actually, you know what they could have done? They could have swapped Daniel with Donna, and just put Daniel out of the album. <laughs> I knew we were going to get there eventually. Oh, yeah, I, they could have done that. I don't know if we're if we're talking about like um, track lists, like swap mm-hmm. arounds and stuff. Maybe yeah. that could have suited the album a bit better. Get that track out of the way first, yeah. and then get the better one <laughs> later on. Yeah, and I'd even put um, if this is forever last, if at all on the album, but if it had to stay, I'd put it last. Close yeah. off the album. Don't kind of go straight from insects into. Like three minutes, four and a half minutes of nothing, then onto the self titled track. Yeah, it's pretty whack. Mm. Um, doing the whole Iron Maiden thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that instrumental track at the end, that filler track. I don't know why they need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I would have been happy if it was like a 10 track. <laughs> With those yeah. two songs gone, mm-hmm. but look, I, I digress. I, I'm, well, I'm sure there's other points to make about those songs a bit later. Yeah, uh, track four, Pretenders, featuring the big man Ben of Shadow of Intent. <laughs> Bro, 
When isn't there a feature that he just does? <laughs> I know, right? Know? Right. When he is isn't everywhere at the moment. Oh my god. But um, praises to uh, the Darko boys here for not changing the song or their style to suit Ben in that way as well. They've kind of like, oh, this is our music. Like, you're going to come and like perform over it. Like, you get a few features where they change up their sound to suit the guest vocalist and it just doesn't make sense at that point. It's like, why even bother having them on then if it's not like still your song? But he That's... gets a big feature too. Mm-hmm. Let's say he, he features more than Barber does on that track. Clears from maybe just before halfway me. till the end. Just totally fine by me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And this is this is one of the singles too. Well, yeah, one of the tracks that they released in the lead up to the releasing of the album. Mm. Um, whether it was originally planned to be on the album or not, I don't know. I think they, you know. If if it was, then you know, pretty pretty smart marketing plan, I suppose. Otherwise, it's um pretty lazy, and I still like it because that song <laughs> fucking slaps. Uh, and it's you go. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, I was gonna no, move I'm, on to the next I'll, track. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, bangers, then uh, praise the sun. It's the next track. Opening. With that, like, little atmospheric section almost lulling you into the false sense of security, like you're gonna get another Donna track, and then Tom comes in, and then those super slow chugs and the drums to match, man. Oh, it is brutal. It is. I quite like that song. I know, too. I know you've been vibing that song a bit. <laughs> If if you um, aren't already, come down to the their fucking Instagram page. You get to see what we're listening to. We post it on the stories. Uh, anything we don't cover on the podcast gets put up on the stories there as well. So come hang out with the homies. Thought I'd get in here nice and early yeah. in case you don't normally make it to the end of the episode. Instagram, the HB podcast, Baby Boys podcast, search it, it'll come up. Come hang out. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> Yeah, praise the sun, man. Ripper of a track. Fucking oath. And I think that's like the beautiful thing about this album too. Like there is just not a song that's like particularly bad. Mm. Bar two. But yeah, if you're talking about the real album. You know, there's not like a fucking bad song. Legitimately. Yeah, no, they've really crushed it here. Like I said, they hadn't really fleshed out what they were going for with the last release, but this time knocked the ball out of the park. This, they do you think a, it's? Um, sorry, go on. I was just going to say they need to fill, form a, like a full band for this and take it on tour. Just get fill-in members because this would be sick. Do you think um, the longer track list helps with it being a better? I think so. More? cohesive sort of sounding thing because yep. i feel like they could have done that on on the ep too they could have utilized seven tracks a bit better but they didn't yeah um do you reckon maybe like two or three fillers yeah yeah do you reckon they could have done this sooner had they have used oh yeah yep 
But, like, you know, yeah. they, only, they only keep making bangers from here, right? Exactly right. And Praise the Sun isn't even like the far, like the definitive middle of the album. No. There's still more tracks to talk about. <laughs> Some big ones too. <laughs> yeah. So we go from oh, Praise the Sun into The Last of Us, uh, picking the pace back up. Really fast, huge breakdowns, like 50 breakdowns in the track. Some fat gutturals. <laughs> Bro, that oh, song man. is just a breakdown. I know. It is nuts. And that fucking riff is just <laughs> fucking bullshit. I love it. Bro, so like, that is my favorite song of the album. Yeah. It's so sick. Uh-huh. It is so sick. I can't. I can't. Wow, man. <laughs> Woo! Mm. It's a strong lesson. And um, I mean, obviously the video game references, yeah, pretty fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of have a sort of vibe similar to how they, the name kind of gives off in the electronic vibes. Yeah, and I think it's these um gamer referenced. Um, songs where you really kind of feel it like um the last of us in the electronic in the backgrounds and the synths they do feel a little bit darker a little bit more mm-hmm. eerie um where splinter cells a little bit more um not intrusive it's definitely a little it, bit more weird and, yeah really um, in your face yeah and i fucking love it I love mm-hmm. it so much. It's so smart. Oh, 100%. It yeah. is so smart. And it makes me so upset that a mule can't be this good. <laughs> you know? Maybe he's realized that, and that's why he had to come to the big boy barber to fi- fill this one up. Yeah, well, you know what? They should bring um, Josh Travis with I know. Him. <laughs> I was going to say that. Oh, bring dude. that big boy guitar over. And then start doing some Tony Danza shit. Oh, please. Could you imagine Barber and Trav and Miller on the Mm -hmm. fucking... Even just for one track, they need to bring him over. That would be be nuts. (laughs) Oh, that would be so... Fuck me. And just just totally out of nowhere, did you see Ben Wyman's playing with suicidal tendencies? No. What, like as full-time or just filling in? suicidal tendencies. Oh. Okay. He's just just playing guitar. (laughs) Okay. For suicidal tendencies. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's a weird pull. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I was wondering what he was doing because because Greg doesn't do anything and Dillinger normally mm. posts like throwback shit and post a one with um the original vocalist and I um couldn't help but like f- check and see what Ben's doing. He's, yeah, just fucking crowd surfing it. Damn. And ST show. Yeah. Just slaying it. As you do. Couldn't believe it. What a fucking guy. Yeah. Legend. Fucking played with everyone, man. That motherfucker. Mike Patton. Literally made one of the most influential fucking bands in mm-hmm. metal history, I suppose. Um, has another band with the fucking bloke that's that was in Alice in Chains and yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> yeah, dude's got some big, big pulling power. 
I've got some fucking big pulling power. Watch me. <laughs> uh, back to the album, though. We move um, on to uh, track seven, uh, Daniel. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I got nothing to say. To me, it's just like yeah. a cash grab. Like, get Courtney to feature, bring everyone from Gen Shit posting to your album, get more fans. Yeah, listen to some fucking real metal. Nah, it's just to have them talk about it, the Gen Shit posting, be like, oh my gosh, he's talking about mm. the heartfelt song. It was so, it was so meaningful. Sick, oh, yeah. The, the meme I sent you where it's like the, um, the, the, fucking virgin in the chat so it's like boring you get another solace architects rip off who cares and it's got the era album and then it's spirit box's latest single is like crying and saying it's like the best thing ever <laughs> so dumb so fucking good but i like how they use the fantano meme face yeah <laughs> <laughs> makes me so happy not nah, fucking so sick What a guy. Fuck Spirit Box. Uh, <laughs> fuck that song. Um, yeah, suck my ass, Courtney. Track eight. Dumb bitch. Well, eight, nine, and ten are all singles. So we have Mars Attacks, Pale Tongue, and Insects. All rightfully bangers in their own being, I guess. All huge. Uh, Mars Attacks yeah. right on that sort of doom soundtrack again um pale tongue straight riffage punch in the face and then insects that play through in the studio i had to go back and watch it it's so good so bouncy it'd be it would be so nice to fucking see a full band to it mm-hmm. yeah chelsea grin darko Double double set, Tom. Um, let's go. Get them fucking a mirror on there as well, just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? <laughs> why not? Uh, track eleven. If this is forever, yeah. uh, we said it before. A bit of a waste. Could have been used for uh, Barber's singing again for him to explore. But yeah, I just don't feel like it sits in the right place either. I felt it could have been better last. Not in the track list at all. Mm. Um, I feel like it's just a waste of space no matter where you put it. Because da- I think the next track, Darko, is is the best Close way up. to end the album. Mm. I don't think you I don't think you could have ended the album in a better fashion, I think. Yeah. Such a fucking ripper of a track. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah. Then you go back into the front of the album. What more could you want? Yep, and listen to the whole thing again. Yep. <laughs> Straight up, and then just skip uh, Daniel. Daniel and, uh, or just like forever. delete them from the album. And you don't have to worry about skipping them. Yep. Um, mate, I, I, um, I, did, I did a uh, top to bottom, mm-hmm. best to worst, the album. This is obviously yep. my own opinion, so... Yeah, anyone else can get fucked. Yeah, if you don't um, like it, come down to the Instagram page and tell him. You have to yeah, follow us. Come about, I've, I've, um, I've got a special, uh, special present just for you. <laughs> um, it's uh, I only send it to very special people. 
Um, okay. Uh, the Last of Us. Uh, I don't know if anyone could tell how excited I was before, but mm. yeah. Um, I'd I'd actually argue between Donna or Darko for, for number okay. two. Um, they're pretty interchangeable, I think. Um, but then I've got Mars Attacks, Splinter Cell, Fiend Dream. Um, fuck, those two songs, mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of have to listen to together yeah listen to together yeah they're kind of like a package deal because i just can't stop once that part <laughs> yeah you know what i mean but um i i feel like because don is the next track i can kind of like take those those two have them myself a bit later on mm-hmm. and whatever but uh pretenders pale tongue praise the sun insects and then um that's that's pretty that's pretty much it yeah yeah my um, favorite the tracks. Other two songs just don't fucking exist <laughs> the last of us fiend dream and donner i'd say such a fucking good album yeah and that's like no discredit to the other songs as well because they fucking rip as well yeah man and that's the fucking thing you know 10 out of 12 songs are just mm-hmm. all fucking red hot yeah Bro, so good. Yeah, so I gave this one a four out of five. Yeah, I'll give it a four out of five too. I um, I feel like if it was for you know an extra two songs, yeah, I would uh, I'd probably be happier with it. But um, end of the day, oh, and and maybe less of the singles and more you know original tracks. But yeah, beggars can't be choosers, can they? Yeah, luckily for me though, I didn't spam those tracks when they came out as well. So they did feel. Yeah, I totally old. forgot about them, except mm. for Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks was so fucking good. <laughs> I haven't played the fuck out of that, and that's still so good. Tom has a ridiculous fucking voice, oh. and I just love. Oh man, it's so good, so the unique band. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we were saying for um last week with this feature on the Left of Suffer EP. Like, oh, you can pick him up straight away. He's nice. He's so good. Yes, big boy. He's so sick, I. Yeah, I'm fucking stoked. Yeah, huge release. Very well done to the boys. Darko with Darko. <laughs> Go and check it out. Yes. Now... Let's move on to Osire with their album Loss. I'd say for fans of Aversion's Crown, Lorna Shaw, Angel Maker, that sort of brand of deathcore, they are a five-piece outfit raining from Sunderland in England. This is their third full-length titled Loss. We talk about a lot of heavy records and say things are brutally heavy. This is super heavy, blah, blah, blah. But this one... Seems to be kind of that little bit, little bit heavier than some of the other things were spoken about. This thing is tough. It um, this thing would knock really you out does, in the first round. It really does remind me of um, hate error. Love, the, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Just a and bit like in a good way. Yeah, like, I am so for this band. Like <laughs> I have been wanting 
I've been wanting deathcore to sound like this mm-hmm. for so long. So fucking long, man. And it's so good for it to sound like this. Yeah, because this is uh, one you had brought to me as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So how did you find I, um, it? I saw it pop up uh, in Apple Music, funnily oh, enough. Oh, You want the best recommendations? Get rid of your Spotify playlists. And <laughs> get rid of your subscription. You fucking you sign up for Apple Music. You've got an iPhone. Don't be a shit mm-hmm. fuck. Just fucking yeah. sign up. <laughs> Just sign up. It's easy. It's easy, baby. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, if, and if you're a spastic, it's even easier. It's just not a zip. No, but um, yeah, it just. Sorry, actually, it was um, gent shit posting. Okay. Oh, with that meme about the like a size better than die out or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. And then, um, yeah, went and found it. Mm. But um, Apple Music is way better. If you do want better recommendations, go on. <laughs> yes, they um, waste no time with this record as well. They um, come out crushing you. Yes. And big ups them as well. Like, they don't allow themselves to fall into that bread and butter death core that has become very played out lately. I feel like they grab a lot from other genres, other elements to keep things fresh. You can tell they're quite a technical band, quite well-versed in this. So yeah, like fucking well done. Constantly pulling yeah, things the- from their like bottomless bag of tricks. Oh, fucking oath. I think um, the highlight for me, and this will probably be the highlight for all the album all the albums that we speak about um because we've we've got some really fucking good vocalists man mm-hmm. and um you know the the front man for osire is absolutely no different I, th- I think he absolutely fucking just comes in and crushes everything that he yeah. does from from his gurgles to his growls from his highs to his lows oh his highs and lows man there's so much diversity oh, there as well my god and such clean delivery of everything as well it's not murmured it's not just blurred out there everything you can hear everything it's super clear it's super crisp and that doesn't lose its fucking range either the dude is a honestly it's honestly so good to hear hey you feel like um you feel like you've heard all the vocalists before mm-hmm. and every <laughs> vocalist, you know, starts to sound like each, you know, yeah. each other and whatever else. And then there's like a couple that just stand out from the pack. Yeah. I actually feel like a bit of a rude cunt for not looking, looking them up earlier, but <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah. No, I like to have those neck snapping wrists. They got like that technical playing as well. It keeps you kind of engaged to it. And then there's like, the blending the elements of a little bit of black, a little bit of death. And there's like the big Gothic vibes to it as well. Like it really immerses you into that front cover as well. Like you feel that like that little dude making his way over to the big castle, just fighting off demons and shit. Like that's definitely what he's listening to. He's got little earphones under that helmet. He'd be beating people. I feel like if I had um, a little bit more time, you know, to be able to, 
fucking sit down and process this album. I had a look at some of the lyrics. I'm I'm fairly certain it's supposed to be a concept album of some of oh, some cool. sort. I didn't pull um, it up. I, I I'm assuming it's supposed to be because some of the lyrics um, from song to song look like they would kind of you know make sense in some bigger sort of story arc. Okay, like so, a grander scheme something. Yeah, may could be wrong. I generally am. <laughs> but, um, that that's sort of the kind of thing that I was getting. Maybe it's just a, a fucking pretty good storytelling in the one song that I read, and then <laughs> maybe another couple other ones. Um, pardon me, but I think it really just adds to the to the sound that you're fucking hearing over what is it mm. like 35, 40 minutes. Yeah, 48 minutes. 13 oh, tracks. It's 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 so nice to hear deathcore albums getting like longer. <laughs> and not just being like full Long, of filler. Yeah, yeah. Which is something that you know generally always happens especially mm-hmm. with like um some of the bands that are really in the spotlight and can, you know, really take the opportunity to fucking propel themselves further with some big hit, hard hitting tracks. Mm. Yeah, um, the riff in Temporal Punishment, man. No, oh, it is huge. Oh, and then, like, I'm the- so glad you fucking brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> that track, man. Oh my god. And then, like, the Eye of the Swarm is, like, another, like, Doom Eternal gameplay song. Like, it fit perfectly in there. And another fucking feature from the man, Ben, of Shadow Intent again. And again, they don't change their style for Ben. They keep it as themselves, which is good. Fucking big up storm. Because Ben can do everything. Literally, Ben is insane. Ben (laughs) is just... And like I said before, like the vocals, they're super clear and crisp, but they sit majority in that sort of lower register as well. They're not like his mid-tone. They are really low, but they, they're so clean. Demon highs, you know, he's got everything. But there's also like a lot of beautiful passages throughout the album as well. They kind of like take a step back. Um we, Temporal Punishment has that sick riff, but it also has that section in the track that kind of, you know, really kind of sets the mood again and gives you a second to like pull out the fucking mace that's been left in your head. And then um, in the middle of Terror Side Compulsion, that super bouncy groove. Oh my God. I was sitting in the lunchroom oh. just bumping up and down. <laughs> Bro, like the first like 40 seconds in that fucking riff and then it just doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't stop. Yeah. It's it's a masterpiece, Mm -hmm. really. I think there's there's, there's a lot lot of things to take from this album positively. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 subjectively a fucking pretty great album and i would say that it is especially for today's standards mm-hmm. um and i think it um it should really be looked at as a highlight in the scene yeah definitely something other bands can look at and be like well they're doing something a bit different they're not you know a part of the saturated sound that's going on 
They're making Bring Death Pool great again. Bring it back to what it was. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what needs to happen a bit. And um, also, while we're on the um, subject, getting back onto the subject, sorry, of um, fucking awesome riffs, uh, how how about uh, Keta et Adore? Yeah. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And it's not just like for like thirty seconds; it's the whole song. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's coming it's like, like in ev- the very back end oh. of the album as well. Just showing Man, you out, like, messing around. Right, like every like thirty or so seconds, it's just another bow. <laughs> and like I never got overhearing it because they would just fill it. In between every bow, it was just like a different, like riff. Yeah. Oh, just so sick, you know. Bow. The big so bassy sick. boys. I do fucking love it. I do love it. Yeah, no, huge step back in the right direction, and like a band I haven't heard before as well, and. Uh, Obviously, aren't as well known as some of these other bands in the deathcore scene. So, you know, huge for them coming out of the UK as well in a heavily dominated scene by Australia and America. So, they've kind of got their own sort of deathcore headline boys over there now. Yeah. And I feel like the songs that we mentioned too are going to be the ones that really fucking get them, mm-hmm. get them up there. Um, I, I definitely reckon this. Um, what is it? Terracide compulsion. Holy yeah. fuck! <laughs> that's that's a that's a pit. That's a pit rager. That one. Yeah, I think that's definitely my favorite track on the album. That that's gonna send some cunt straight to the fucking graveyard. <laughs> that one. Holy yeah, shit! Just bypass the hospital straight to the graveyard. Don't bother just stopping oh. them there, boys. Yeah, there's no point stopping at the morgue. Bros. We don't need an autopsy. Just jump them. No. Died of I died of marsh. <laughs> Getting fucking deaded in the marsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's no, it's a one of one of the more solid releases mm-hmm. um, for the year, I would say. Yeah, especially in that deathcore scene as well. Facts. I've got it at a four out of five. I um, I've got it at a. F- I've got it at a four, but I did have a 0.5 next to it. Okay. Um, no arguments from I'm, me, sir. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to give it the 0.5 because I feel like I should, I, if I was going to give anything a 0.5, it would be Darko. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is, this is definitely a fucking solid release. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for bubbles to open up across the world mm. so we can all you know enjoy mosh together because like, like i said man i've been wanting an album that sounded like hate mm-hmm. so long and this is it this is hate but like the evolution of hate that i wanted <laughs> this is this is sick and i'm so i am so stoked with it Fuck yeah. Wicked. Uh, quick break. 
we have a little bit of news. We uh, chatted about the Apex season earlier. I wanted to quickly bring up Resident Evil 8. So our homeboy, Josh, uh, streaming over on Twitch as It's Jayberg. Go give him a follow. Give him a watch if you want to check out some Resident Evil 8 playthrough. That's I-T-Z-J-B-E-R-G. He played three hours last night, and it looks fucking sick, man. I know you've pretty much seen all of it, if not all of it. Yeah, I've um, I have seen all of it, and uh, oh wow! Yeah, so added a lot to the game, you know, being able to kind of vault things. There's the buy sort of merchant in there now. Um, everything just looks so clean, like a truly modern game. Like seven was only 2016 or 17, anyway. But this seventeen, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Is a huge step forwards. The story is lining up fantastically. The areas look beautiful. The the design and gameplay is incredible. So Resident Evil 8 is looking huge. I'm keen to see the end of this. Yeah, um, they've gone back, like taken some influences from mm-hmm. previous games, yeah. um, most heavily from Resident Evil 4, um, especially with the um, merchant and that sort of stuff. Uh, the Duke is pretty much the same thing as uh, the guy with the coat from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Not that I, I not that I played it, it's just from things that I've seen across the board. I'm pretty sure the only one that I actually, the only Resident Evil that I actually sat down and played that wasn't like the old school ones, like 1 and 2, mm-hmm. um, was Seven. like Resident Evil 6. Mm-hmm. Leon! <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, fucking terrible. I forgot about that. I didn't. I somehow forgot. I had cleared my brain. I know. I, oh, I, fuck I me. That was frustrating. You're telling I me. I didn't finish because of that reason. I I, I ended up I ended up getting halfway through Jake's like story. The, the third campaign. I, fi- I finished Leon. I finished Chris. I got halfway through Jake and then I deleted all of the shit on my hard drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember why or how I did it, but I did. And, and there's no um, way of going back. No fucking way. As soon as I realized I just started a new game, I was like, yeah, get fucked. Leon! 50 times in a level. It was, it was so fucking bad. I would rather get absolutely fucking annihilated in 2K than um, <laughs> Have go to through hear that ever again. <laughs> Any day of the week. I absolutely hated it. Um, but have you gone and played like the the remakes of two and three at all? I haven't yet. Um, because there's a there's a bit of debate amongst um, mostly the community itself, mm-hmm. but um, gamers in general that have played um two and three, and then um, yeah, well the two and three remakes, and then now like seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think they're trying to keep both uh, sorts of fans appeased here. Realistically, is what it's looking like anyway. Um, like combining I mean, the sides, psychological horror with the shooter. Oh well, just um, keeping both sorts of things alive. Like they've mm-hmm. got the over-the-shoulder okay. um, sort of gameplay in, in two and three mm-hmm. that they remade from you know, well two from you know the tank controls to more of a. Well, I think three was. The, tank controls as well bringing it to the you know realm of you know actual playability hmm. um and then remixing it a bit i'm pretty sure they said they did okay 
um, and some fans and some players in general preferring um, the third person sort of style over yeah. first person gameplay. Um, you played seven. Yeah. 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 Um, would you, would, are you more inclined to play the, uh, another first person Resident Evil or are you not I, so fussed on which I one? like the first person better, I think. If they're going to continue with like this more kind of problem solving, psychological horror sort of style, I think first person's the way to go. It definitely immerses you in the in the game a lot more. Because I um, I'm kind of in two different boats here. I feel like. I'm happy with first person, but I mm. want to see them try I want to see them go like balls to the wall and do third and first. I think um, like switch between them throughout the game. Yeah, <laughs> I um, cool. I think that would be. I think it would be awesome. Um, because I mean, it's it's pretty unrealistic considering you know like all the expectations of um big developers and stuff but to just have that would be so sick especially in the resident evil game you would be able to cater for both of those fans in that case too the over the shoulder want gameplay types and then the first person shooter types yeah i reckon that would be fucking sick Maybe something that they should look into, and yeah, hopefully again good. VR at some point. Because mm-hmm. I don't think they did it with Village. No, but they also had to tone down the uh, the scary for Village after Seven. They said the devs. Yeah, well, fucking, I don't. I don't know if they um, toned down the scary. I think a lot of the shit still. Yeah. Um, I think they just um, made it different styles. Of, okay. I think they just characterized it. <laughs> um, it's it's like a personality disorder. Yeah. <laughs> Except <laughs> in fucking. Yeah, it's um. Oh man, there's there's still as gruesome so much about it. Poor Ethan's hands, so bro. I want to talk about. Oh my god, man! His hands that go through it. So much punishment. Like that between seven and eight, so bro. Punishment. Like Josh was just starting at the stream. Like he's only like maybe half an hour. And like, bro, if I was Ethan, I'd just use that rope there and hang myself, bro. Like this isn't worth it. Like you get out of seven, and now you're doing this. Yeah, um, chopped off by a chainsaw, stapled yeah. back together. <laughs> Hooks through it, bitten off. Yeah, fingers Everything. bitten off. Everything. Just throw some alcohol on it. You'll be right, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just mix a green herb with a blue <laughs> herb. You'd be sweet. The chem fluid. Fucking hell, what? Um, so we have a teaser from Frontera. Big mathcore boys. Um, oh. All they said was our new album is fucking heavy. Um, yeah. I can't wait, honestly. That is And then so they teased sick. it and with... And the caption. Yeah. 
the number 142 and then the calendar. So 142 days away, I'm assuming, which is October 1st. It's a Friday, so it makes sense. New Frontier, it's going to be huge. Massive, man. Okay, huge, bro. Other things, Fangs Out, the homies released a new single, Dragged Up. They had an EP out last year. Uh, Big Every Time I Die Worship from Birmingham. Uh, They got a really fun vibe. Like you enjoy Every Time I Die, you're going to enjoy them. So go check them out. The new single is Dragged Up. We also have the first single from a new band called Onslow. Uh, Sean from Make Them Suffer and Scott K from Voyager. I haven't listened to it yet. I think it's like alternative rock from what I saw. So I'll probably give that a whirl after the, the episode here. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do the same too. It was like a COVID lockdown sort of thing they made up. I think go do something fast on. No, oh, exactly. If you know, you know, one of your band members is on Married at First Sight. <laughs> You gotta do something. You gotta do something. <laughs> you ever had a metal call? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that. she just fucking did it to get them some like, publicity. <laughs> oh, I had to, right? It's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? In saying that, any publicity is good publicity, yeah. right? What the fucking me make the stuff out. I was like, have you ever heard Norwegian? black metal and so got her and corpse paint there <laughs> um it's so funny i love it so much and then next week we've got a few huge releases i think the one we're both looking forward to the most being cow nashi on friday the 21st of may mm-hmm. very keen for some new cow nashi we haven't got a new single yet so maybe two days time on friday we'll get another one hopefully otherwise that we're just waiting for the album to drop yeah which I'm also okay with. Mm-hmm. And um, zombie, zombie shouldn't be far away either. No. Zombie two. I think it's like, is it the 28th or it should be the same? Yeah, I not. think it might even be the 21st as well. If it's not the 21st, it's the 28th. Yeah. So yeah, big things coming, man. Oh man, not that big man thing, man. And now. Last That's the album. Dude. What's that? Oh fuck! Love, Death, and Robots comes out as well yeah. this Friday. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be sick. I don't know. I don't know if you ever watched that, but that first anthology series was so dope. Oh, I forget to well. get like a just a bunch of different animation studios, different bunch of animation styles, short films. Fuck. Sick, so sick. Shit gets fucked up. Mm. I highly recommend watching it. Yeah, but oh, don't watch it with Lana because <laughs> she <laughs> she was like stupid and make me upset. <laughs> then I then I have to arm wrestle and get beaten <laughs> because she would fucking absolutely pummel me in an arm wrestle. <laughs> oh, that's too good. No, she lets it all we watch the stuff I do anyway. Yeah, because I'm watching horses. I'm watching horses. Yeah. Saddle Club. So, um, fuck, I don't even know what it's called. I was going to say Ram Ranch, but that's definitely not it. 
It's definitely not it. (laughs) Anyways, last album, we have Crown Magneta with the Codex of Flesh. Uh, For fans of Early Thy Art, we have A Night in Texas and Shadow of Intent, that more kind of techie deathcore sort of sound. Um, A lot about this one, I feel the same with Osiah, both proving there's still fresh deathcore coming out and keeping the genre alive. They... Don't go for that super atmospheric type of death core, which a lot of bands are leaning for now, like that sort of net newer shadow intent sort of stuff. Um, another fantastic vocalist with great range and talent. Also with that super crisp delivery. Yeah. Like early the art vibes, like adversary style death core, quite techy at times, but not to the point you can't headbang along either. Like some fucking arch spire yeah. or something. I've, he he does that sort of tunnel throat pig squeal quite a lot throughout the record, though. That's the one negative I have to say, as it gets a bit outplayed. But each track is kind of different from the next. Um, different passages from different styles, you know, keeping it really interesting. Um, and the, there's a fat solo in the track Death Architect as well. And then it just goes straight into like the bounciest breakdown on the record. It's sick. Yeah, I um I totally get the um early thy art vibes too. Although I'm kind of in the same boat as with you, but more in the sense that it's like across the whole board as well. But I Is feel the like they kind of Yeah, but I feel like they kind of overplay a lot of their tricks the whole album. Yeah. Um, not to say that it's like a bad thing, but I feel like it got pretty stale for me towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I forgot to say as well, this one's 10 tracks and 32 minutes. Yeah, so it's it's like absolutely fucking jam-packed. And like in that 10 minutes, it's just like head-thumping, like, <laughs> like skull-crushing fucking rib twisting insanity yeah but i feel like at the end of that 32 minutes 10 tracks has gone by and you've kind of just like heard the same thing for that 32 minutes and Mm -hmm. one i feel like in in my playthrough one track just kind of like tried to one up one up the other track that had just (laughs) you know come before it so it wasn't really like stopping for a whole lot of anything but in saying that too, I only got uh, like two, maybe two and a half listens in um, just because of how hectic my fucking schedule's been. So I actually will have to come back and do a proper um, proper segment about this on the next pod mm-hmm. to make up for these boys because I do feel a little bit, a little bit bad. But um, who knows? No, they've crushed it though. It's still a huge release. Um, maybe if they did a little bit more like Osiris and pulled, you know, maybe a little bit of death metal, a little bit of, you know, this or that, incorporate a little bit of groove, it'd be that next level. Mm. But like, you, this is still a huge release. Um, anyone on, that's a fan of those bands I mentioned earlier, definitely one you need to check out if you're a deathcore guy or gal. 
Check it out if you like good fucking music in general. Yeah. Honestly. Fat breakdowns, fat vocals, bouncy boy riffs. Fucking get the fuck around it. That is the Codex of Flesh by Crown Magneto. I'm going to go three and a half out of five. Still a great album, but yeah, I did get a little bit played out, a little bit. I'm not going to score it just yet. I feel like it's week. not fair. Yep. No, I feel like I'm, I, I owe it to them to do a better, do the, the album a better job. Um, and they put a lot of work into the album. I put a lot of work into, well, not that review. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'll save my score and hopefully have a better review for the next, next pod. And it'll be one of the first things we get out of the way. Hmm. Man, Deathcore, huh? Fuck. Yeah, here we go. It's back. It's so good. It's so good. You know, and it's it's a shame Metalcore can't like do the same, but I'm much happier with Deathcore at the moment. (laughs) Have you got a um, you know, just because it's coming up to like the midway point in the year, and I'm like itching, itching, itching. Itching, itching to talk about it. Have you got a full top ten? Like I've got more than ten. Me, you don't have to tell me which ones they are. I just want to. Oh, you got more than ten. Yeah, I've kind of got ones that I know won't be there come the end of the year, but they're just place holding for now. Yeah. See, at the moment, I'm lucky enough that I get um, that I've got uh, two full lists of ten at the moment. Yeah, you're splitting um, girls. Yeah, but um, I've also still got another 10 or so spots for honourable mentions on either side. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Big. See, I've only so, got 17 all up at the moment. Oh, bro. Yeah, so I've got 20 albums and you know 10 EPs already. Gee mm-hmm. whiz. I haven't, um, I haven't figured out what time I'm... Well, the EPs are out at the moment, but I also realised that once Distant released their album, like that EPs mm-hmm. either gonna that EPs probably gonna have to go because I'm not gonna class. I, I, there's yeah. no way I can class that as you know anything once the album's out. Like the mm-hmm. EPs, relevant. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a fact. So we're gonna save our uh, our halfway point for the end of May, or we're we gonna go wait till June. Wait till June. Okay. We'll do a we'll do a proper halfway mark thing because you never know. Mm-hmm. We didn't get make them suffer until like the end of June yeah. last year. So. And they both ranked very high for us. Yes. Yes, it did. And you, you never know. We could get some fucking, you know, some extra singles dropping, mm-hmm. secret album announcement. Yeah, surprise albums. Still waiting on Viljada. Volumes 2. Volumes mm-hmm. supposed to be dropping something. Hacktivist are in July, which I can't wait for. That's going to be so sick. Mm-hmm. Count Ashley next week. At this point in the year, how do you feel about 
Um, I'm pretty sure I asked you this earlier on in the year as well, but how do you feel at this point of the year now comparing to last year with the releases? Yeah, I think what I said last time was that it hasn't been, there hasn't been a huge abundance of albums, but what we have got has been pretty top tier. So yeah, it's kind of how I feel. I think we're going to have a huge end of year too. Like just albums left, right and center. Yeah, facts. I reckon that's going to be um, one of the hardest things is going to be fucking just pulling apart the album, all of the albums mm-hmm. that we get at the end of the year, you know? Yeah. Like it's already hard trying to pick out like which song is the best single <laughs> song yeah. from the album to chuck in the best of, you know, the best yeah. of list that I've got for 2021. Like fuck. That is so hard. Have you got a favorite song of the year yet? Um, pressure. So much pressure. Pressure. No. I okay. Don't. Well, I'll give you his mind now anyway. Uh, I can't see it changing anytime soon. And that is Emptiness by Gatecreeper. The fucking Fuck. big, like, 12-minute track at the end of there. Yeah, 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 the yeah. I remember the one. Yeah, it, it's I huge. The one I, fuck, I fucking love that track, yeah. too. That's, that's in... That was, like, one of the first songs I added to the mm-hmm. best of 2021. <laughs> right oh, up. it's such a good song. Huge Straight fucking up, doomy pretty... elements at the start into death, and then it finishes with that huge black metal outro. I can't remember what fucking Celestial Swarm song I added to it as well. But fuck, it was sick. <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite song of the year so far. That's all you're getting from me until we do our mid-year review. <laughs> Just oh, to tide you over. Yeah, banger. Hammer the Demiurge, that song. Fuck! <laughs> so hard. Oh. Bro, I can't fucking but wait. But yeah. I also can't wait to fucking um, finally... I found out found out what happened to my base. So mm-hmm. um, I thought I finished paying for it. Hadn't paid for it. I paid for something else, oh, no. and um, couldn't be bothered uh, paying for it because I had so much other shit to pay for. So never ended up getting it. Um, they took all the money, which is fair enough. Uh, so now I'm going to get another base. Uh, they won't let you just finish paying off that one. No, nah, because I fucking it's it's been like fucking a month and a half, nearly two months now. Damn, Did sure I you can message him and say, "Hey, my boys, let me just pay the last little bit." Nah, because uh, they can't really I take already, your money because they haven't they haven't given you anything. I I already tried that, and they're like, "Nah, I can't you're being shit." <laughs> it was a pay, it was a payment plan type thing. Okay, so must yeah, be so I was supposed terms. to. Like, yeah, I'm, I was supposed to do it and I didn't do it. And then, yeah, I was, I, it's my fault. I was being a shit cunt. I deserve it. But at the same time, it was only like a couple hundred bucks. So it's yeah, like, still. It's whatever. And it was a shit base anyway. Um, <laughs> You're just going to go all out now that you have a job and get a ding wall. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going straight for a six. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I also think this is the perfect time for us to start our pop punk band. Oh, yeah, um, our grind pop punk band. Yeah, our grindcore pop punk band. <laughs> um, te- technical, brutal, deathcore, grindcore pop punk band. Yeah. 
Um, with elements of jazz fusion and uh, southern fucking riffs, southern progressive math, uh, indie, indie folk, alt, alt rock, alt folk rock. <laughs> um, maybe with a bit of industrial electronic mathcore, uh, hip hop, uh. Disco, funk, dubstep, uh, <laughs> weirdly, weirdly, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Classical. um, and um, have a name for the band too, mm-hmm. Alien Parasite, Alien Parasite. There we yep. go. Come see our pop punk band, Alien Parasite, <laughs> with black metal production. And- and um, we're, we're going to write songs about, um, well, I think we should start off as like a simple plan cover band. <laughs> um, I think, I think that's the only way that it starts The only out. logical maybe, way. Um, yeah. Obviously it's like going to be just like pop punk grindcore covers of, of simple plan. And then we, you know, we'll, we'll branch out, go a little further and do some Lincoln park. Okay. Um, uh, maybe put our you know toes into the deep end and you know go into the lords of Nickelback, you know, Lords of Summer with Nickelback. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you actually took the words out of my mouth. I was oh, trying really? to spit that out so much. I was trying to spit that out so much sooner. Um, <laughs> and then and then once we're done with Nickelback, you know, we'll, we'll ride off into the sunset with um, whatever's left of Pantera. Oh, and then Jesus after that. Christ. Go and go and smoke a hookah with uh, Axel Rose because um, he's the only one who actually wants to be a part of Guns N' Roses anymore. <laughs> and we'll invite Wiz Khalifa to that part. That's where we enjoy the the hip hop bit. Yeah, man, forty sick, man. Then Skrillex out of nowhere is just like drop the bass and then fucking smashes bass guitar and he's fucking <laughs> DJ Dex. That, that that just where it turns into a code orange song. Oh yeah, <laughs> Raver is just like fucking folded <laughs> out of the bush. Strobes turn on, people start getting naked. <laughs> Jesus, oil's getting sprayed everywhere. And by this point, we've taken over the world and playing arena shows. Turns out it was all just deployed by Skynet. <laughs> Started out as a simple grindcore, simple planned cover band. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Jesus. Welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah, but it's like four notes in just one line. Um, and if there's like not just like full of chugs and chinas, I don't care. Yeah. I like it. Um, open open chords, palm mute, down yeah. tune, chinas, blast beats. Let's go. And really Try poorly up. done, weedily weedilies. Oh, 100%. Just straight up and down yeah. the neck, just and that's the end of the song. And then uh, and then throw a couple of scrapes in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to have to throw the fat boy scrapes in there. <laughs> got to gotta, gotta have like a couple of scrapes every like fucking 45 seconds or so. <laughs> Oh, damn, I was expecting songs to go quicker than 45 seconds. 
No, that's like every 45 seconds in the album. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because it's essentially just one big song. Yeah. It's actually one track yeah. on the album, but like once we finish the track, we'll say, this is track two. And then we just play and then this is track three. <laughs> no, the whole, the whole, so- the whole album's like fucking f- four minutes long. Yeah. Um, but the deluxe edition is actually 52 minutes long. <laughs> um, and there's one 48 and, minute track on there. Yeah, pretty much. And it's, it's actually a fucking banger. It's actually, it's the best song anyone's ever heard in their entire lives. Um, Fuck you, Tenacious it, D. It's actually our song. There's that song going around with like the, the, the most vocal features in a song ever, but like it's got nothing on, um, on our song. Alien Parasites, 50, 58 minute, 48 minute banger. Um, yeah, you, you just could all suck my ass. Um, symbols. So there you have it. Breaking news. Alien Parasite coming so you to the stadium. Had a, uh, they learned how to play guitar. Yeah. I don't really need to in a grindcore band. Um, well, at least get a seven. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get a, a 19 string and buy a HM2 pedal. Just get a sitar. <laughs> I'll get a um, fucking harp. No, what you should do is get one of them 12 string acoustics and then just fucking Steven still the fuck out of it. <laughs> and um, yeah, just fucking jam out on that. Distort fucking yeah. pedals to the max. Well, I want to um, see what an acoustic or a HM2 pedal sounds like. Get a fucking uh, get a bit of reverb going. Yeah, you know, r- really give yourself fucking scrambled eggs for brains. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, Alien Parasite. You know what? We're taking over the world, and um, if we're not also, you know what we should do? We should do um, a, a full cover album of all of the songs, like all the pop songs growing up. Yeah. Um, you know, you, Maroon Five, she would be loved. Um, I think, I think we have to do a better grindcore cover of a Lincoln Park song than any metal bands done covers of Lincoln Park songs. <laughs> I think any time we've heard Lincoln Park songs, we've been like, this is trash. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be nice to finally do one justice. Pay them. Yeah, we pay wouldn't. Them the honor. We wouldn't. Ah, <laughs> oh, we would. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we, the ultimate respect in grindcore terms, yeah. yes. Um, not pop punk terms. Um, I think I think we do pop punk versions of grindcore songs. Yeah, I like that. Um, so instead of them being like like four second songs, they're like two minute songs. With some um, really poppy choruses. Yeah, we'll make it really catchy. Uh, have a lot of boot stamps and hand claps. Yeah, gang vocals. Um, and maybe a choir section. Oh damn. Uh, if it's in the budget, yeah, I'm not. Otherwise, we can just, it. you know, find a people to scream into a mic for us. I um no, I I want I want our very good label to um, <laughs> be able to do that. Yeah, we're um, actually signing with Roadrunner Records or Sony Music. Um, if if we are not signing with uh, uh, Prosthetic, I don't want <laughs> to. So we make I no money get, out of this. I want to get ripped off tooth and nail. I yeah. want to get, 
I want to get every single cent that I earn pulled right out of my ass the moment it hits my pocket. Simple. And they take all ownership of the music we make. Yep, that's exactly what I want. Um, no. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to stay independent. And, um, we're not going to sell our souls. Um, but I tell you what, uh, Matt Halpern, if you would like to uh, help us out and with some with some drums, uh, some live drums. I don't want to have to yeah. program them. If I have to, I will. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I won't be able to pay you, but uh, if Thanks you anyway. step in and help us out, that'd be that uh, that'd be really nice. You gave me a high five in um in in Brisbane in twenty twenty seventeen, uh when you when you came and toured, that was that was pretty nice. I suppose yeah, that, that was just cool. the next you didn't step. You didn't want to give me a high five, but you did. So <laughs> thanks. Uh, uh yeah. No. There you have it. We've been the Heavy Boys, and this has been episode 19. We spoke about Osiah with their record loss, Darko US with Darko, and Craig Magneta with Codex of Flesh. Come down to the Instagram page, the HB Podcast, the Heavy Boys Podcast. Come chat. Let us know what you're talking about. And stay tuned for motherfucking insect, fucking alien parasite. <laughs> I've been Bailey. Insect is our first song. Yeah. <laughs> um, prepare for that in the next eight years. Yeah. We'll give you one song every year and then we'll just drop the album. Yeah. Facts. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, and I, I've I've been I've been Brody, I suppose. He's been the alien, and I've been the parasite. <laughs> and you've been um, our host. You've been our host, or they've been our host. They, I, when I say you, I'm talking to the, the listener. You, the person I'm in your head of, currently. Oh. <laughs> Oh, some inception type shit there. Ooh. Um also don't don't be afraid to go and like five star our our podcast and yeah. stuff and like give us a thumbs up wherever you can. And um, recommend it to your nan or something. Your grandpa, your cousin, yeah, next door neighbor. Re- recommend it to anyone who's not a shit cunt, really. On your school assembly. Uh I wouldn't do that. Um <laughs> nah, do it. And then film it yeah. and show us. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? What have you got to lose? Um, <laughs> hopefully, you don't have, you don't have a scholarship or anything like that. Um, but also, um, check out the episode notes. Uh, you'll you'll find uh, links to some of the band's things. Generally, it's Bandcamp or um, websites. I mix it up. I don't remember what I do from episode to episode, so I just fucking do whatever. That's Generally, why we love just, us. It's generally it's just the first thing that pops up on Google and I go to search it. It's like, okay, that's what I'll use. <laughs> Some dodgy fucking link that doesn't work. Okay. Some ad for something that's completely not relevant. Pornhub. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wrong browser. Ah, <laughs> huh? not even community um, mode. No, God damn it, man. Cheat. Um, so yeah, cool go support means- the motherfucking bands. 
They need yes, it. Yes, 100%. Go and buy some merch. It's um, Things might be looking up for everyone around the place. Um, you know, I think, you know, we're, we're starting to really get back to some normality now. Um, in about a month's time, actually, we're, we're going to our first festival for the year. Yay. Whoop, whoop. So that'll be very fucking exciting. It's sold out, Brisbane, at Full mm-hmm. Tilt. Congratulations, Full Tilt, again. Um, so, yeah. Let Can't us know if you'll away. be there. Yeah, do it. Pussy holes. Remember, don't be a cunt, everyone. I've been Bailey. And I've been Brody. Don't be a cunt. Bon voyage. Bye.